Hello everyone, it's your main man, Kel Breezy, representing Wrestling Ranch 901, coming with a quick video. In this video, I will be talking about 10, 10 of many WWE matches. <laughs> they pretty much went from sugar to they just went wrong. They had plenty of potential, but they went wrong, horribly wrong. Starting us off at number 10, <laughs> in 2000, WWE SmackDown. Well, at the time, it was WWF. It was Eddie Guerrero, Perry Saturn versus the New Age Outlaws. It was supposed to be in the best two out of three match. You know, the Radicals who just left WCW coming to WWF trying to get contracts, and they had to beat DX. Chris Benoit, Triple H had a match. Malenko and Ace Park had a match. Tag match was Perry Saturn and Eddie Guerrero. This match went wrong because Eddie Guerrero went for a frog splash. His panty move, his finisher that he does so well, done it so many times. He did on Billy Gunn and he dislocated his elbow. If you go back and watch that video, you will see when he actually did and how he just, he couldn't fake it. He couldn't hold it. And he just showed how bad it was hurting. Like, he couldn't, like, he really couldn't move. You thought he hurt more than his elbow where he was right there. But so that's why the match ended like it did, and Rodolph had no choice, man, to say the match that was left of it and go ahead and pin Eddie Guerrero. So, uh, but watch that video, his arms are all limpy and weird looking. Ugh. Anyway, number nine Brock Lesnar versus Dean Ambrose, John Moxley, whatever you want to call him. WrestleMania 32. This was supposed to be a big breakout moment for Dean Ambrose. Because this is a big match. It's Brock freaking Lesnar. And it was a no hold bar match. This is where this went wrong. Brock Lesnar did not want to do any creativity that Dean Ambrose wanted to do as far as hardcore stuff. Brock Lesnar wanted to be a typical old suplex city boring, sleep fest, lacklusting match that he always wants. He, he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to try to even give Dean any chance to shine and like really put him over. That That match has so much potential, you know. But Brock wanted to be Brock, and of course, Vince let him have his way. Brock did what was best for Brock, and poor Dean, and that's like one of the first things Dean Ambrose addressed after he left WWE. How? The one big chance he had at WrestleMania against Brock Lesnar, and he went horribly wrong. It was a boring match. It's no hold barred against WrestleMania. It's supposed to be one of the best matches on the card that night, but it had not be one of the most lackluster. <laughs> Really wasn't surprised. It is Brock Lesnar. So, anywho, number eight. This is in SummerSlam 2016, crowning the first ever Universal Champion, Finn Balor, coming up from NXT. He beat Roman Reigns to get in this match, taking on Seth freaking Rollins, who came back from a knee injury and lost the WWE title in his first match back against. Dean Ambrose, who cashed in money in the bank after Rome, after self beat Roman. But anyway, in this match, this must have been a great match. It was already paid to be a great match before they even got in the ring because these two are great at what they do in the ring. Finn Balor, top athlete, same can be said for Seth Rollins, but it went horribly wrong when they get outside the ring and Seth Rollins decided to do a buckle bomb. <laughs> To Finn Balor. And Finn Balor went on against that guardrail and the way he landed. 
Toe his shoulder, and the match was didn't go well, didn't go as planned. He finished it, but you can tell it could have been better, and he was hurt. Hurt so bad, he had to have surgery, which meant the next night on Raw, <laughs> he had to give up the title. Doesn't that suck? And that really did screw up the rest of his career on the main roster. So that's how that match really just went really, really, really long. Now, another, at number seven, another Brock Lesnar match. And his opponent this time was Goldberg at WrestleMania 20. Get comfortable hearing those names on this list, by the way. We're going to hear those names again, especially Oldberg. This match was, was a huge match. At one point, it was supposed to be champion versus champion because at one point before this, Brock was WWE champion and Goldberg was World Weight champion. But they both lost their matches, you know, before WrestleMania. And then it also got wind that they was leaving the company. So a lot of fans were pissed that two of the biggest stars were leaving the company. And we know wrestling fans, we take it personal when you leave. Ask The Rock. 2003. It was it 2002? Doesn't matter. Just ask The Rock. Every time he left, matter of fact, we take it personally. Boo, you suck. Die, Rocky, die. And so they were pissed at Brock and Goldberg. So when these guys got in the match, thank God Vince decided to make Stone Cold a special guest referee. Only thing to save this match because they were just standing there stalling and just bumped to each other like two angry bulls. It was boring. Like lusting. Even though Goldberg won, the fans still felt like we were screwed because that match sucked. The best part about it was that it was over and Stone Cold stunned both of them. Mm. Boo hoo hoo. Ah, next match. Another Seth Rollins. Not about that. And guess what? Night of Champions 2015 for the WWE Championship match. This is the match that he hurt Sting. Okay, we can't say he hurt Sting because Sting even admitted that he landed wrong. But the Boca Bomb is a pretty dangerous move when you pick somebody up and you Power bomb like you just launched him into the corner. That's pretty dangerous. It looks good, done right, but mm, it's dangerous. And you doing it on the guy Sting's age, Sting pretty old, so his body really couldn't take that. Should have put him in that move in that position. And Sting couldn't finish the match. It was horrible. It was so hard to watch Sting just crawling around like a whole dinosaur fossil. Just, ugh. And he got diagnosed with spinal stenosis, so. But hey, he's an AEW, and so I guess we still get to see him. May not see him wrestle, but oh well. That match went horribly wrong very quick, too. It was probably like maybe two minutes into the match, then it's the, you know, <laughs> down with Spiral. Sorry, Sting. Still like you. Still a fan of Seth Rollins, in spite of what Bret Hart thinks about him. I would talk about him later on, too. Anyway. Remember what I said? We'll be hearing Goldberg's name again. And guess what? Coming in at number five, Goldberg versus The Fiend. Super Showdown 2020 for the Universal Championship match. I don't even, I still don't know why I care this match even happened. I mean, I understand you wanted to lead up to Goldberg facing Roman Reigns. But did it have to be for the Universal title? 
He, the Fiend was riding high. He's Universal Champion. He didn't need it, but he's Universal Champion. And last minute, forget that last second, Ober played his card. Talking about, well, I don't feel like I should lose the, the Fiend like a villain like him. Because my superhero character needs to save face for all the little kids out there. Bro, this is not 2000. This ain't the WCW. This ain't back in the old WWE days where you was dead guy. Who cares about you, superhero? You're not. Maybe just a plain giant hero now. Ugh. I, and the match was like under three minutes. It's a squash match. And it's just like, you really want me to believe that the thing could lose clean to Oldberg under three minutes. And he did a horrible, horrible attempt at the jackhammer. It was a glorified suplex. It wasn't even a whole jackhammer. But, you know, the commentators had to sell it. They did okay selling it, but it still was horrible. Super slow down. That's what I call in an earlier post I made about that show. So it sucked big time. And the fiend really never recovered. That was a horrible match. They went wrong too fast. Ooh, man, this one, we're getting down to the nitty gritty. Number four, this was a fun match. It went wrong, but it was a fun match for me to watch, still to this day. HBK Shawn Michaels took on the immortal Hulk Hogan. SummerSlam 2005. This match had all kinds of big name hype written all over it. This was supposed to be a great match. Great, great, great. Oh my gosh. The icon, the immortal Hulk Hogan, who could just take the crowd and put him in the palm of his hand. And then Shawn Michaels, Mr. WrestleMania. The show stopper. Who can make anybody just when he wants to look good in the ring, but he didn't. Not with Hogan, not in that match, because Hogan wanted to have it his way. He didn't want Sean's idea of who's the better between the two. Hogan won the old school babyface versus heel. Of course, Hogan going to be babyface, Sean's going to be heel, and Sean was trying to tell him that he would tear this dude up on the mic if he went 1990s Sean Michaels. But Sean said, you know what, I'll give him what he wants, but I'm going to get the last laugh, and he did. And that match was horribly wrong in so many ways. Sean was overselling everything Hogan did. He was flopping around the ring like a fish out of water. Like he saw the big boot, he got up and fell down and get back up and fell again. Took the lid drop and just flopping all over the place. It was it was entirely funny, but it was wrong because Hogan playing, Hogan playing politics and once again, Vince giving one of his boys, his good old boys, what they want. Not giving the fans what we needed. Mm. Anywho. Number three. I don't know why this match took place. It shouldn't happen. Chris Jericho said it shouldn't happen. I agree. Like, this took away from younger talent. Number three. D-Generation X versus the Brothers of Destruction. Wait, let me give you the year. Is it Crown Jewel 2018? Let that sink in. These guys like good in their 50s. Yeah. And for athletes, like wrestlers or any athletes, your, your age may say one thing, but your body is way older than that. Like they may be in their 50s, 
but but most of them, their bodies was like in the sixties or seventies. Their bodies had a lot of mileage on them, so this match shouldn't happen. Shawn Michaels came out of retirement, you know, for a big lump sum like a million dollars. He should have came retirement. He just was not the showstopper that he used to be. Triple H tore his pick muscle. He was like the only one like in good shape. He got hurt. Undertaker, I don't even know why he was still wrestling. Kane's mask got knocked off at one point. What the what? Why did this match happen? Why did they green like this? I mean, it was a cool, nostalgic moment during the promos with DX and the Brother Destruction, but, but to see them in the ring, this is a match that you should just, just leave, let it happen in video games, and that's it. It shouldn't happen in real life. It should. This was. <sighs> Sean came out of retirement for that. It was only for the money because it showed him for that match. That match was garbage. Number two, speaking of HBK, <clears throat> the Montreal Screwjob Survivor Series 1997 against Brett the Hitman Hart in his own hometown, Montreal, Canada. Brett was leaving, but he was still the champion. And he's gonna go to WCW. Vince had the feeling that if Brett won that match instead of the champion, that he's gonna take the WWE championship and go over to WCW. He's not embarrassing that being that your championship on your competition's TV. Ugh. And Brett was like, I'm not dropping the title to Sean because they had real life personal beef. He said he wasn't gonna do it, he wasn't gonna do the favor. So Brett, Sean had this match. Vince came up with his plan and he's gonna screw him, and he did. Like, this match had potential to be great because these guys worked in the ring so many times before and stole the show. Go back and watch WrestleMania 12, Iron Man match. So much potential. It was a good fight with real heat, so you know it's gonna be some good action. Sean attempted the sharpshooter. You tell he know he was doing. He was struggling how to lock Brett's legs up. And as soon as he turned Brett over, Earl Hebner. Sign for the bell. Brett didn't tap. A good match to end horribly, 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 horribly wrong. Brett spit in Vince's face. He tore the equipment in the ringside. Later on, he punched Vince in the face. He told Vince to get out of my locker room. By the time he got the shower, Vince was still there. He's going to punch him. And he did. <sighs> Montreal Screwdriver. Still get to talk about today. Some people wonder, so if that's number two, what could be number one? What could be number one? What could be the number one dirty match that went wrong? Hmm. Let's see. Oh, I know. Goldberg, Undertaker, Wait for the Year. Super Showdown 2019. Let that sink in. 2019. Almost two years ago. At that time, Goldberg was 53 years old. Undertaker was 54. So let, let's let that sink in. Their ages may be in their 50s, but again, their bodies, they're athletes, so their body is pretty sure it's older than what their age is. Because they done a lot of things, a lot of roll, a lot of miles. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 
and he just went wrong. It was just a downward spiral. Bad, bad, bad. From the beginning of the match, and Goldberg gave himself a concussion because he ran full speed, head first, into the ring post. Concussion. Did you think he tried to slow down? No, he still kept trying to do moves, power moves. Even trying to do reversals that younger talent struggled to do, like, despite what they were trying to do, a tombstone reversal. I seen younger talent trying to do it, and they kind of struggle, but they do it because they're younger. But Oldberg and Taker, they tried it and botched it. Oh, oh, well, that's the greatest botch of that match. Goldberg nearly broke the Undertaker's neck trying to jackhammer. He's like a botch brain buster. Like, I'm glad I'm taking to get, like, hurt from that. Or seriously hurt from that. That could have ended his career the little bit that was left of it. That match should never happen. Another match that shouldn't happen with Oldberg on take That shouldn't happen. That match was at least 15 years too late. 15, 16 years too late. That should have happened way earlier. Like, on Goldberg's very first run in the company. That shouldn't happen. That was bad. It made Dante was mad in that match. You can see how fierce he was. That Goldberg concussed himself. He even made Dante doubt his abilities out there. He wasn't sure if he could do it. But I mean, he proved he could, you know. So, But it was just bad. Bad, bad, bad. Bad for business. Bad for the fans. <laughs> that was just horrible. But anyway, those are the top 10, in my opinion. Dirty matches that went horribly wrong. That went from sugar to shh. It should never happen matches. If you guys think of any more matches, feel free, you know, to comment. Let me know what you guys think. Tell me your matches that you think that happened to Dirty. They went really wrong. They had all the potential to be great, but it went horribly wrong. Anyway, it's your main man, Kel Breezy. And I'm out. <laughs>